All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Brothers from Another Mother, where we talk about the trials and tribulations in everyday entrepreneurship. For those who don't know me, my name is Alex Maldonado. And I'm Renee Atkinson. What's up, guys? Let's go. How was the weekend, bro? Bro, I had an amazing weekend, man. It was, um, it was especially, um, uh, I guess, not, not important, but special because I got to spend it with my wife. And I don't always have that time, man, as a married, as a married, you know, couple, as a married person and uh, adulthood, as we say it, um, it, it makes it difficult, man, to have that, that just us time. Um, and, uh, it was, it was interesting the way everything worked out for us because what was, what was, uh, <laughs> I guess a curse, um, we, we had our, our normal babysitter, man, that is usually on point. Like she's, she's punctual, uh, never leaves us hanging. Everything's always perfect. And, um, we had a really big, important gala to go to and, uh, and we're supposed to be there at 6.30 and she calls us at 4 from another country telling us that she's not going to be able to make it. Mm. And, um, and we, we went into panic mode, you know, and uh, called the whole world. And fortunately, we got a hold of, um, of one of my wife's cousins. And she, um, she canceled actually her plans, man, to help us out, which was really, really nice of them. But, um, you know, we were still going to have to drive uh, across the city which is going to take you know 40 minutes to drive one direction 40 minutes to drive back so i mean depending what time the the we were going to be leaving this this uh this party um we were going to have to include that time to this travel right um and so so that was lingering in the back of our head but we said hey who cares you know if they're on the other side as long as we've got this child care um and and so as we pull into the parking lot and uh, and we we make the deal there and we exchange children um <laughs> i uh he, her uh, her husband um says hey guys well i mean how about we just we'll keep the kids man like let them stay the night so man it, it was so interesting how just a couple of hours prior it was you know the worst day um this had never been this had never happened to us before she had always been dependent i mean a dependable and uh and suddenly here we were in the even better situation because now whatever we wanted to do afterwards it, it was finally you know time for her and i for my wife and i and then um we were still gonna have to cut the night short or, or whatever it ended at midnight we wanted to go dancing after that or something we couldn't do that anymore but now here we were you know here it was a blessing now so um so even at those worst times of your life man um don't focus on that try to focus on the good um make it work uh and and uh and there's he's still there man he's still there to bless you and and uh so i don't believe i don't believe it was luck i think it was a blessing <laughs> no and <clears throat> i think it's it's part of being hispanic man it's having the ability to be resourceful right like nunca se nos acaba el mundo yeah when when something it starts to go wrong like we always find a way to use the resources that we have to to pull through man so that's that's uh that's interesting and uh i'm glad i'm glad it worked out that way um we were out there too it was fun i had an yeah. amazing time too i'm having so i'm just curious um did you guys 
at any moment feel overwhelmed where you figured, man, we're not going to make it? Oh, 100%. As a matter of fact, I called my neighbor and... Um, that bad, huh? Yes, yes. Called my neighbor. I was like, I don't know if you guys have plans, but I'm calling because, um, you know, th- this is the situation. And I said, I'm wondering if your daughter, uh, if she babysits or not, and if, if you feel comfortable with her coming over, or the kids going over. How many phone calls did you make? How many people did you try? Bro, I could show you my phone right now. I probably made 15 phone calls. As a matter of fact, we went so far back in our babysitting freaking uh, uh, Rolodex Portfolio? there. Portfolio? Yeah, <laughs> our Rolodex, that uh, these kids are graduating Purdue already. <laughs> Graduating Purdue, graduating LSU, and graduating Stanford, bro. And they're like, uh, you know, I I really don't babysit anymore because I'm over in LSU and the other ones I'm at Purdue. I'm like, oh, my God. Um, So, yeah, it it was it was. uh, And the thing is, is at this point, man, like my wife is already gone to get her hair done, Mm. already gone and gotten her makeup done. And um, there's no you know, turning back, bro. Bro, there's it, no was, turning back. it was bad. It was bad. It was definitely a nail biter. Well, you know what? Um, I think if the listeners um, and even, you know, myself included, if sometimes we would we would invest that type of energy because you said you, I, you can look over my phone and I probably made 15 calls. Yeah. If we could invest that energy and that intensity into our business yeah there would be a world of a difference how productive would it be man man i'm telling you bro whenever whenever uh uh as as we call it bro and we're you know i think we started we started this show really um reserved but uh little by little we'll become more more of who we are and i'm a freaking marine bro so I mean, there's gonna there's gonna be shit that comes out you know, that we fucking say here. Right. So uh, yeah, bro, when that fucking pucker factor like comes into effect, yeah, like it's hey, how are we gonna get it done? You know. Mm-hmm. So uh, so yeah, you're right. If we if we put that that amount of effort into uh, into our business, man, how far can we get? And like I said, you know, if we like I said, you know, last last time, if we put if we put as much focus as we as we do into other people's businesses into our own business if that's you know people's options out there um how far could you get man like fuck the sky's the limit for yeah, sure yeah well i got a i got a cool story i've been thinking about this all weekend i was even talking to leslie about it um yesterday when we went to the gym and uh i got a haircut as you can tell man i'm pretty fresh right now hey, so i went you. to my barber on saturday and he's a young entrepreneur himself man and you know, I try to give him as much advice as I can um, as he's cutting me up to make our time worth it, right? Because yeah. how long do you spend with a barber? Bro, 45 minutes, hour. Yeah, yeah. So so we were there, we were talking, and then there's this very popular video. It's a, it's a short going on uh, social media, and uh, it's Tim Grover, who, who was a very, very um, well-known trainer mm-hmm. in, the, in the athlete industry. Okay. He's trained people like Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, a bunch of big names, man, in the industry. So this clip talks about living a life of unbalance. He's like people, high performers, people that really want to accomplish something in life. um, And he's speaking from an athlete standpoint, will ultimately live a life of unbalance. And he asked me, he's like, what do you think about that? Like, what, what is he trying to say? What does he mean? 
and it it really it made me think how many or how much like young entrepreneurs like in their early 20s are consuming a lot of content mm -hmm. and lose perspective to to things right because it's only what 30 seconds maybe a minute yeah so when they hear something like that they're like man that means that i'm gonna have to be working nine days a week you know 23 hours a day and um you know i'm not gonna see my kids if i have kids i'm not gonna be able to see the wife my my family is gonna hate me i'm gonna lose all my friends like they immediately go to this place of misery yeah right and and also they use it as an excuse yeah right like there's no way I'm gonna do this. You know, it's it's too much. Yeah, it's the deterrent. You know, it deters them from from the focus and the mission. Yeah. So, w what do you think about what do you think about now? Um, you know, how intense we've been working and, and trying to scale these businesses, um, take them to the next level. How do you feel about unbalance? Well, um, what I think is it. You know, there's there's a, a good analogy, right, or a good question. Um, you know, how do you eat an elephant? You know, if you had an elephant in front of you, how would you eat that elephant? One bite at a time. Exactly, baby. man. So, um, you know, if you if 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 you were to consider, you know, um, I don't know, a drop of ink, you know, a drop of ink, and you take that ink, and uh, you you drop it in into a cap, right, um, into a, a lid, right. Um, it's only going to go so far, but if you drop it, if you drop that drop of ink into a gallon of water, it's now diluted itself, right? Mm. And you can barely tell it's in there, right? So let's consider that focus. And so um, if you focus on a bunch of things, right, um, you're trying to focus on the final product, or you're trying to focus on everyone else's success, or how how quickly they achieve the success, uh, the success, then you won't you won't think of your small step as any success at all. So um, I think that if they focus just on that next step, on that next bite, um, I think they'll get a lot, a lot further um, rather than, rather than uh, focusing on that, that 30 second freaking video that showed them, you know, how they went from nothing to, to having that Lamborghini yeah. um, in 30 seconds, you know, like this is what I do, you know. I can get you there, and they're like, "Man, well, I've been trying this for four months, and I haven't gotten there." And it's like, "Yeah, bro, but in those four months, man, you 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 got now two hundred followers. Like that's that's success right there in itself, you know." And it's interesting you say that because two hundred followers, right? Or even even on a reel, you know, people that are trying to build an online brand, um, two hundred views on a on a on a reel. That's nothing to a lot of people, man. Yeah, that, you know, they get it. They get upset. Yeah. But if you put things into perspective, look at a room. You know, let's say you let's say you have a room where you can fit five hundred people, mm -hmm. and you literally got two hundred people in there. You know, if you if you look at it from that from that angle, you got two hundred people in a room. Most people can't even get ten people, five people in a room. You know, so yeah. it's still attention. But when he asked me that question, I was like, you know what? I told him that right. I was like, I think a lot of people get it twisted, man. They believe that living a life of unbalance, and for everybody's going to look different, right? Yeah. But I think some some of the core principles are are the same. But they believe they immediately go to this this lucrative 
life i'm mm-hmm. gonna have to like just wear myself out in reality um in today's world living a life of unbalance doesn't take much just because people in my opinion settle for for almost nothing right yeah. which is you know living the nine to five i want to be off on the weekends don't call me on a saturday don't call me on a sunday um when i get home if you're married i don't want you to bother me i've been working all day so i just want to sit on the couch and watch netflix or scroll my life away hey if you want to do that man and that's your mindset go work for somebody yeah. you know go go and and get that that um less uh, less um um what's the word um the 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 job that requires less of you yeah you know yeah because because if you're if you're gonna be uh, any any part of the higher echelon of your business um it's gonna it's gonna take all your time and uh <laughs> and when i say all your time is when you have plans and freaking and and there's a water leak uh at the store uh and you've got to get out there to go and freaking shut off the water you got to go and repair the the leak and you turn into that plumber you turn into the freaking uh, janitor you turn into the painter you turn into all that stuff man because that's what it takes at the time so you got to be flexible yeah so all in all you know i'll just speak for myself when when i answered this question i was like look man this is the way unbalance looks for me i think i think you you can have a pretty good balance at home if if you're intentional about your time mm-hmm. um so i do live a very unbalanced life compared to to the average mm-hmm. i wake up super early so yeah. i'm up at three um i'm out of the house by 3 30 um i'm out of the gym by you know no later than 6 30 i'm out of there uh i'm in the office but every step of the moment like every every step of the process i'm there yeah like I'm where my feet are. So yeah. if I'm if I'm waking up in the morning, taking a shower, getting my mind right, I'm there. Yeah. Getting my mind right, you know, uh showing gratitude and and praying and and do what I do. If I'm driving and I'm listening to my audiobook, I'm there. I'm listening. Uh, I'm working out, I'm there. Mm-hmm. I come to the office, I'm here. I'm present. 12 hours go by, 13 hours, 14 hours, whatever that takes. I get home, I'm present. Yeah. Whether it's whether it's 20 minutes, whether it's 30 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever the case might be, you're there. Yeah. You're present. But but when 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 there's a fire at freaking work, what do you got to do? What are you doing then though? Um Yeah, well, if there's a fire at work and you got to go put it out, I go. You know, exactly. I go. Yeah. And and my wife understands. Yeah. But we've we've laid out the the ground rules right yeah. and she knows if i have to go i have to go yeah and 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 that's that and interesting interestingly enough it's funny you bring that up because i was going to talk about uh one thing we were talking about yesterday leslie and i because for her punctuality is a must yeah you mentioned that last week it's a must man you must show up but when you're doing this it's very hard because time management is a big thing and and we we've, we've talked about it before time management is a big thing but it just seems like every time you get things under control and you manage your time then you realize that i have another 30 minutes 
mm-hmm. where am I going to invest that time, right? Because I need to keep growing. It doesn't mean I have every, everything under control and now I have an extra 30 minutes. Now I'm going to kick back. Yeah. No, I need to find something else to do. I need mm-hmm. to be productive. And and that usually, you know, if I got to be somewhere, like I got to, like, let's say I got to pick up the kids at, at 4.30. I'll leave at 4. I always give myself a 30-minute window mm-hmm. and I'll pass so that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that usually puts me 5, 10, 15 minutes late, right? Yeah. And so so we literally had a conversation about this yeah. um, yesterday as, as we were driving back from the gym. <laughs> I was like, okay, we got to figure this out because it gives me a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. knowing that this really bothers you. So we need to talk about punctuality. And and I told her, you need to understand that when I'm late, I, I will only be late if I'm at work. Yeah. If I'm at home, I won't be late. Like I'm not going to put you off or anything that we have going on um, just because I was watching something on Netflix or, or watching a football game. Yeah. But if I'm at work, we need it. And then she, she asked me the question, okay, well, I'm going to put it on you. What, what is, what is, um, what's a window? She's like, give me, you need to give me a time. What, what's a window? Like how, wh- how late can you be? Um, she's like, but think about it before you answer, because once you give me the answer, I'm going to hold you to it. Yeah. Right. But yeah. I was, I'm, I'm trying to get rid of that anxiety. And the only way yeah. to get rid of the anxiety is to talk about it. And to let her know, like this, like when I'm driving and I know I know I'm late, yeah, I'm freaking anxious. Like, man, I have to get there. You know, I'm fucking trying to fucking get through traffic, and I don't want to be doing that. Yeah. You know, so so I said, okay, I will be no more. It will be no more than twenty minutes, mm-hmm. but I'll try to keep it at five. Yeah, like no more than five minutes. Yeah, and she's but like, but you know, you're still gonna have that anxiety though, right? Yeah, like. At five minutes, you're like, damn it, the five minutes have gone by. Yeah. You know, now I've got to make it by 20 minutes, man. Yeah. Um, so you're still going to have that anxiety, bro. Yeah. Well, hopefully <laughs> not, man. I, I, I just, I hate that. I hate that. And, and, and it's a thing I have to respect her. You know, those are things. I think that's why our marriage continues to just uh, grow and grow uh, further uh, together because we have, as, as petty as that might be, right? Some people mean like, why are you guys even having to have a conversation about that? It's petty. But I think the the secrets and the pettiness and just talking about every single little thing. Bro, you couldn't be more right uh, that communication is key in a marriage, man. Um, and an understanding right on both parts has to be there. If if we don't if we don't uh, communicate in a marriage, man, you're not gonna have shit you're not if you communicate more with your homies than you do your wife you're already wrong and oddly enough that is one of the biggest issues we have in america today is the inability to communicate with each other it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. whether it's a business transaction or it's just a a marriage or with your children we're so deficient when it comes to communication and it brings so many problems man because we don't know how to communicate yep that's crazy And, and a big one man is our children you know um, our children are, are, and, and, and I say this in, in like, fortunately it doesn't happen in my house. Um, we, we, we don't do that, um, on my children's aspect. So the ones that need to do the changing are myself and my wife, but on the children's aspect, um, you know, they're not on their, on their phones. They don't have phones. They're not on their tablets. They're not on, uh, whatever other little 
you know different names there are for all those things but they're not they're not on those they're they're playing with their toys um they're watching tv with us or something like that um but what i do want to get rid of uh and not not be so attached to is my phone um so you know many times man i i catch myself being more into the conversation that or the video that i'm seeing about something on instagram than i am on listening to my child that's standing right in front of me Hmm. i'd rather tell my child to be quiet so that i can listen to this video that has nothing to do with me rather than listening to my child and um i kick myself in the ass a lot afterwards um about about little things like that man where i should where i'm like you know here i am watching some other family that's enjoying their time together and i'm watching this you know this situation that's playing out with their family while i'm putting my family to the side by not listening to my children and what steps or actions are you taking to to get rid of that habit well uh i think that's part of the problem i don't i don't have that uh, set yet and i'll tell myself um you know that i need to stop just like i'm kicking myself in the ass right now mm-hmm. um but whenever it comes to the action part there's there's no action you know there's there isn't that you know let me put my phone up on the charger in my bedroom mm-hmm. while we're while we're downstairs um and therefore i don't have to worry about it you know um even if the phone's on like the ringer is on uh usually my ringer's off because we're in business meetings or whatever but if if i'm if i'm at home you know put my put my ringer on and that way i know that if there is a call that comes through or something that i can go and check it but i'm not attached to it and i'm you know scrolling facebook or instagram or any other social media um and uh and i think just doing that alone uh, gives me enough time to to pay attention to my children and um and i i and i'm i'm kicking myself in the ass right now <laughs> Um, because on top of it, you know, my children, two of my children suffer from dyslexia and, uh, and it's, it's pretty severe in one of them. The other one doesn't have it as severe, but I guess because we'll, we'll sit doing homework for like three hours, you know, it's, they'll, they'll get home at about five, five thirty, And from that time on, we're doing homework and we had, we had dinner while doing homework and, and, uh, and they got the homework dirty <laughs> yeah it, there's there's spaghetti you know sauce on on papers right. and, and so i'm getting after them because they're, they're making a mess of that yeah. and um and so then they 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 finish doing their homework and it's like okay now it's my turn to freaking watch you know look at my phone instead of well now it's time for us time to actually enjoy this evening or you know watch something together or play a board game um or do something like that i say it that way because i i i wasn't raised with board games i hate board games um there's only a handful that i i, I like and um and uh, anyway so uh so yeah so you know that that should be the us time now because homework's done with so well let's let's do it here let's develop it what what is let's say come up with a three-step process to set up set out some ground rules you know that 
will allow you to achieve that goal and be more intentional about spending time with your children and not spending so much time with, on your phone. What if you that know your life obviously better than anybody and analyzing your your day-to-day activities because I understand we're busy. I get yeah. it. You know, I get it. And and sometimes I find myself even out of just habit. It's a fucking habit that we have mm-hmm. where you just pick up the damn phone and you start scrolling. It is a habit. So it's just a darn habit. Yep. So if if you had to analyze your life and your day, you know, what would be uh, a quick because you have to make it easy too it can be this 10-step process that your mind and your brain have to get used to. it has to be something simple look man you know what as soon as i open the door i have i have 30 minutes to check up on last emails maybe some phone calls um if i need to make a phone call i need to make the phone calls quick the people i talk to already know hey this is me i only have 30 minutes to an hour and then after that um my phone's going off like we can't we can't do this no more i need to spend some time with my family but it works different for everybody um for me that usually works and you've called me before and i tell you hey uh we'll make it really quick just because i'm about to have dinner yeah you know and then and then i put the phone down because we made that agreement with each other like we can't we have if we're here if we're home we're present yeah we're here with each other we're talking how how's how's your day how's you know how was school all that good stuff so if you had to if you had to really analyze your life, what three-step process you think you would develop in order to change that habit? Hold on to your thought. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had to, if you had to put it in like three easy steps, I do it with my children all the time, and it works miracles. What would that be, man? What do you think we could change? I don't know what my second or third step would be, um, but I'm thinking that my first step um, is would be either you know walk in take it up take it upstairs you know um as i get undressed and get comfortable and you know put on put on uh house clothes or whatever you know put my phone on the charger and leave it upstairs only under what circumstances would you answer the phone i guess if it's ringing you know if it's ringing then i know that that there's a phone call coming through and i can go up and stairs upstairs and check it would you go as far as as laying out these these ground rules or these rules of the game with like making it public to your family and letting them know? Oh yeah, yeah yeah for sure. They would hold your ass accountable. That's what I'm saying. Oh man, especially the kids. Yeah. Oh dude, the kids are bad. Um, you know something I've I've been thinking about and wanting to do is um, you know how we get we get home and I've I've I think I've mentioned this to you before as well. Um, I want to, I want to, I want to, you know how we, we get home and you put the keys on the little key holder? Mm-hmm. Um, we used to have this, it was one, this one little key holder that right above it, it had a section, like a little, little cubby, uh, so that you could put, um, I don't know, your wallet or, or something on top, your portfolio or something up on top. Well, I want to, I want to do something like that when we get home. And uh, at the entrance there, be able to grab your phone and put your phone in it. Yeah. Um, and I've, 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 <laughs> I've said, you know, we need one of these on every one of the doors, man. We need one on the shitter because when people go to the shitter, man, the reason why they're spending 45 minutes in there is because they're entertained by their freaking phone. Yeah. Um, and it would, it would make the process faster. Uh, you would, you would, 
spend more time with your family you spend more time doing other things that are probably more productive than than sitting there on your phone freaking scrolling and for and for those who say that uh they're intolerable to pain how painful is it to fucking sit down in the shitter for 45 minutes to an hour and your your freaking legs are asleep you're you're tried everyone every fucking trick in the book you you know you hit your thighs and and you move from one side to the other but how powerful is addiction because yeah. that's that's really all that it is yeah it's it's an addiction it's a dopamine hit that we get every single time yeah. we scroll here's a new video and yeah. the algorithm knows you so well if yeah. you notice like every four videos it'll hit you with one that you like it knows what you like so yeah. it'll get you some bullshit for like two or three and then the fourth one boom it gives you one and, and then you're hooked all right we're done i don't like that one i don't like that one i don't like that one boom they hit you with another one yeah so it's it's this it's an addiction man that's yeah, so really all that it is like you know the what the vision i have is like uh you know those uh those folder those file folders or file uh file holders that are that are outside uh, offices that you can go up to and you put the file on the on the door and yeah. that way you go to your you know to your office and you're able to see the file something like that uh so if somebody out there ends up creating this man just send me residual income i don't care how much it is but send me some residual income my way just for putting the thought out but i i want one of these on on every door i think i think it, it would be a lot easier right if you know that your children are going to bed they don't have the phone on, they don't you don't have to worry about them being on their phone not going to sleep uh because boom you you pass by and you see okay the phones are all there you know uh we're good to go and uh, I think it's the same thing for us. You know, you put your phone in there, and I mean, you can even make it as far as going to where there's a charging port inside, and you can charge your phone while it's there. And that's the only charger available, too. Yeah. That way, yeah. there's no other chargers, so you have to put your phone in there. Yeah. And that's the only way you get your phone charged. So. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go as far as even saying, hey, right, they say that uh, that the uh, the electric magnetic fields and this and that, and how bad it is for you or radioactive to or sleep by whatever, have yeah, it by your side. it's right beside you. Yeah. Hey, put it at your freaking door, man. So somebody out there creates this, man. Like I said, please just send me some residual income. Brothers from another mother. Hey. That's what you got to think about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, moving on, man. So it's interesting. We're talking about habits. And I'm, I'll ask you uh, next time we see each other and see how you're doing. I yeah. would, I would advise you, you make it known to the family uh, that this is how it's going to be working. And be intentional about it, yeah. man. Because once you say it out loud... The universe knows, God knows, he knows, and he's going to hold you to it. Your family's going to hold you to it. And uh, it's all about being better, right? It's all about changing um, <clears throat> and, and, and making some headway into, you know, really obtaining that higher version and that best version of ourselves. So that's the yeah. only way we can. I like to say it. Uh, the humans naturally don't like change. Uh, the, only, the only humans who like change are babies. And that's when they have a wet diaper, man. Yeah. Other than that, we, we hate change. But, man, that's if we really want to uh, obtain some sort of success, we have to. We have to change. Yeah. Um, so from this book that I'm reading, uh, Psycho-Cybernetics, uh, it was, I, one of the chapters has to do with habits. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about habits right now. So, man, everything we do, just everything we do, down to the way we put our shoes on in the morning mm-hmm. is habit. Think about how you put your shoes on. Um, do you do the right shoe first or the left shoe first? I do the right, right shoe first. Every time. Mm-hmm. And you lace your shoelaces the same way. Um, we always brush our teeth, whether you're righty or lefty. Like, mm-hmm. And you don't even think about these things. It's mm-hmm. so 
it's just natural instinct like we do them um and i was reading that the word habit derives from garment so so a habit is like a garment being applied to your personality just like we just like we wear our clothes yeah. a piece of garment to cover our body but i've never thought that those two words came from the same place me either me either and i had to read it I actually have it here and uh, i had to read it a few times because at first i was like how the hell is is habit right uh derive from the word garment um where is it here happy or so here we are okay yeah it says uh how to learn the happiest the happiness habit how to learn the happiness habit our self-image and our habits tend to go together change one and you will automatically change the other the word habit originally meant garment or clothing we still speak of reading habits and habiliments they give us an insight into true nature of habit our habits are literally garments worn by our personalities they are not accidental or happenstance we have them because they fit us they are consistent with our self-image and our entire personality pattern when we have consciously and deliberately developed new and better habits our self-image tends to outgrow the old habits and grow into a new pattern that's really interesting i had never thought about it that way but it made it made a lot of sense yeah because everything that we do is out of habit so it was interesting that we were talking about trying to get rid of it and they always say if you want to get you want to get old rid of an old habit create a new habit yeah. right that's the only way you're going to be able to get of an old tendency or, or a habit that you want to get rid of so i figured this it just it worked out that way right that we were talking about getting rid of this habit yeah of getting home yeah. and being on the freaking phone all the damn time yeah. but it's interesting because um even our, our subconscious mind man um at rest um you know now that we start waking up at three in the morning um <laughs> at 250 boom i'm like what time is it oh shit man it's 250 like i was wanting to wake up at three you know you could have given me those 10, 10 minutes, minutes but i don't know why but here I am now at freaking 250 waking up. Um, so it's interesting. And, and that's my new habit, you know. Um, but but that's that's really interesting. But, you know, I mean, a lot of times, right, people just, people go to special people to, like, to help them with their wardrobe, you know. Oh, I want to get a new fit, you know. Oh, I got you. <laughs> I got you, you know, and here they are taking all these classes with people and, and stuff. And so, yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. So. Yeah. But once you understand the power of habit, yeah, then, then that's another key in your keychain that unlocks the next level, right? That you understand only, only and if you get all of your habits under control, then you can start making some headway. Then you can start gaining some traction. Then you can start really propelling forward 
and starting to reach those goals that mm -hmm. you set for yourself. But if you don't even understand the simple science behind habits and how much of an impact they have in everything that we do, man, like everything that we do. And I asked this to Leslie one time, would you have rather had parents that would encourage you or parents that were petty? What would you rather have? I'd, I'd rather have parents that encourage me. And I told her, I said, me too in the beginning. But the, the secret, in my opinion, mm -hmm. is in the pettiness. Okay. Because you pay attention to the smallest detail. Let me ask you a question. How, like table manners, for example. Okay. Are you big on table manners? Yes. How many people do you think are big on table manners? I don't think many people are. I've been out in, in you know, public areas. And you can tell. Mm -hmm. Right? I was lucky enough to have parents, my mom, that was petty enough yeah. to tell me, close your mouth when you eat. Okay? Don't don't be putting your elbows on the table. Mm -hmm. You know, don't be hunchback. Quítate la cachucha. Don't come to the table if you haven't showered. Like, my mom was petty enough yeah. to teach me all those things. Yeah. And... When I, when I, you know, because when I told that to Leslie in the beginning, she said me that she told me the same thing, man, I wish I had more encouraging parents mm -hmm. because I think naturally children are very thirsty for that. We're very thirsty for encouragement, but I'm, I'm glad that my mom was petty. She was encouraging too. Don't get me wrong. She was very encouraging, but, but she was also very petty. Mm -hmm. Um, she might she might not have seen it that way you know to her it's just i'm just educating my children mm -hmm. but um those those small adjustments go go way further you know because you can start to see even those small things <clears throat> set you apart from the average person yeah that's really interesting yeah so moving on to the rules of the game um we talked we had a very hard conversation last week about the rules of the game right um what what is your take on on the rules of the game of entrepreneurship man i don't know i don't know so so remember i was saying uh like especially in your role as chief marketing officer in order for you to operate um to the best of your abilities, mm -hmm. um, what do you think are some habits that you have to develop in order to um, become the one percent within the industry? Um, definitely set set um, um, like I need to I need to set when when I need to have this I need to have something done by so I need to give myself an end date um, you know a deadline okay hey this this deadline is this day um and and work on it uh, or and get it done by then um i think i need to set everything up as a deadline that way i know when it's crunch time or if i if um if something comes up in between i know that 
you know, then this other particular day, uh, I need to do more because I've got something that came up on, on that following day. So my deadline is still, um, it, it's, you know, if it was done two days prior to my deadline, then, hey, we're good. You know, it's, it's not a, not a, that's a good thing. But, um, but definitely set deadlines on things. And I'm really trying to extract um, for, for the listeners because there might be somebody in, in your position and in my position as well, right? Where they might have just landed this very great opportunity where now, you know, you're the chief marketing officer of, of, a, of a company that is uh, up and coming and is scaling. But, but definitely um, in, the, in the marketing aspect of things, mm-hmm. um, is is very new you know to that so it's it's about being raw right here Mm -hmm. so what i'm trying to do is extract an answer Mm -hmm. that that's going to give value to that person Mm -hmm. that just started too. you know like yes i have a lot of experience obviously you know you were in the marine corps te gusta cantar chirolita que te el otro día estaba fregona ahora se las presentamos aquí you know you were in the border patrol um, you know you went to culinary school you ran multiple businesses in the past you have you have a good resume mm-hmm. you know just for you know, to use it as a frame of reference it's a good yeah. resume yeah but you're new to to this role mm-hmm. as chief marketing officer so with you know these past five months and everything that you've learned up till now um what 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 are some things that maybe you would do different or what are some things that that you would you're going to continue to do the same way um that could bring that value you know to the listener um well that is a very important one um setting a deadline um for 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 any project you have um set that deadline uh be okay with be okay with with not knowing something um because because um not um so don't be afraid to say i don't know yeah for sure uh because if if you don't if you don't voice that um you're you're gonna stay how do I say it? you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna be a lot more difficult to to accomplish whatever task it is that you need to do um, because you're not familiar with it you know um, but if you if you open yourself up to be vulnerable in that in that in that aspect um, then then someone else might be able to give you a hand with that and uh, and and teach you this and instead of you having this this anxiety and uh, procrastinating on something because you, you don't want to say i don't know because you don't want to say that you don't know um then um you don't you don't have to deal with that you know you 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 don't you wouldn't have to worry about it because because you asked, you said hey i don't know how to do this and uh, now uh they give you that help now you know what now you know how to do it and and you just saved your saved yourself a bunch of a bunch of stress but how many times or if at all do you th- you feel like the the fear of making a mistake mm-hmm. makes your brain believe that 
you don't know or you can't do it? Oh, man, the majority of the time. Um, Would you consider that to be to be a good like quality to have being afraid to make mistakes no and that's and that's something we talked about before as well um and i think it sets us up like i think school sets us up for that um because in school um you don't have the opportunity to be wrong you know you take a test you 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 miss certain certain uh answers you you and you're graded and that's it you know um you have to suffer the consequ- the consequences of that that failing grade that you got um but in reality like in entrepreneurship or in just in life and work it doesn't work that way. it doesn't work that way man and and uh here if you don't know something and you look it up you're looking up the answer to that question you have right we all do it we're 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 sitting here we don't know how to do something on on an excel spreadsheet or something and hey let me look it up real quick all right okay this is what i gotta do okay equals sum this that and we're good imagine if we had the opportunity if if we were back in school and uh, we get to question number six and what was this and we said okay let me google it real quick boom i mean We'd all have passing grades, man, but that's what life is really like. Mm-hmm. You have to put in a little bit of effort, yeah, but you still have to put in effort right. um but um uh, you know so in life in, in reality it's it's not the way it was back in high school, man, so um ask somebody if you have a question, if you can look it up um if if there's somebody else that was doing the job prior to you, don't have the freaking pride to not go ask that person because. Uh, because you know you you have the, too much pride, and instead you want to figure it out on your own. Uh, you might realize actually at the end, whenever you're finished doing what you what you were set to do, so you, you know the task that you were going to do, um, you might still have it wrong. So it's better just to ask and say, "Hey, you know, I don't know how to do this," and then they you might have that person that says. I was doing this before so uh this is how how you do it and you're like okay well, great you know now now i know how to do it and i can move on um so so yeah definitely um using using the people around you to figure figure things out especially when you're um in actually that goes for anything man i mean if if any almost any part of your job right i mean if you need you don't know where the fucking printer's at. Hey, well, where the fucking printer's at? You know, you're not gonna walk around the freaking building, going to every freaking floor, peeking in every office to find where the fucking printer's at. Where's the printer? It's over there in that corner. All right, good to go. You know, now I can get there. Um, so I don't know if you just think about it with that approach in anything. Hey, I, I, I I'm not, I'm not familiar with this, and 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 have be comfortable enough with yourself to say, hey, you know what? I, I asked you once. I don't expect to ask you twice where the printer is, you know, because I, I already know this now. So, hey, how do you do this? Oh, okay, well, this is this is how I was doing it before. Good to go. Thanks. Appreciate it. And that's where a lot of people, again, you know, uh, they might even take this message out of perspective because they think that they can just sometimes even ask the same question five times, you know. So, I'm not saying there's something wrong with that, but <clears throat> come on. 
Yeah, yeah. You got to go talk to a mental health provider or something <laughs> at, that at that point. point. <laughs> you know, at that point, it's like, okay. And that's yeah. okay, too. Yeah, because, hey, uh, you know, Renee, I can send over from brothers from another mother told me it's all right, man. You know, I could just ask. It. <laughs> oh, okay, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, you know, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, but. We have to put a little more intention, you know, a lot of more, a little more action behind the question. Yeah. And if you have a hard time remembering, write shit down. Yeah. I can't stress that enough. I, yeah. I've, I've said it multiple times. Look, I'm guilty of that. And because I know that, I just write shit down so that I don't forget and I don't find myself in that situation calling someone and asking the same question for the fifth time. Come on, man. Like, yeah. you didn't care when you called me the first time you know that, yeah. that's really what it shows you're being careless um but yeah so um i wanted to you know touch a little more on on that conversation that we had you know because i find myself having to have this conversation multiple times with um you know multiple or or various leaders in the company mm-hmm. when when we talk about the rules of the game Right. And when we have these conversations, they they feel like, you know, I'm trying to be uh, demeaning, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just trying to ruffle, the, ruffle their feathers. But it's really not at all what it is, you know. And I figured out the best way to explain it is it's a game, you know. And just like you have athletes playing at the elite level, NFL, NBA, MLB, entrepreneurship is the same thing. You're playing at the elite level. That's why when when the the fruits come in, you know the multiples are big. Yeah. Right. I mean, think about how much these 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 players, uh, you know, these major league players, these elite athletes, how much money do they make? And millions, you know, same same applies to entrepreneurship, you know. So the way I think about it is, when I wake up in the morning, what is the CEO of Circle K doing right now? What's the CEO of Speedway doing right now? Mm-hmm. I hope he's laying on his ass. Yeah, I really hope that's what he's doing. Yeah, because I'm coming after him. Yeah, and when I'm trying to drive someone to do a little bit more to be unbalanced which in reality you're just working a little bit harder yeah is to understand the people that are playing this game are freaking going to run over your ass yeah if you don't show up if your mind is not right um and and if you don't if you don't put in the work they're going to run over your ass yeah yeah you can't become complacent in this job um, you know, if, if, um, if you've got it going, man, and, uh, and you're letting off the pedal, um, you're going to stay behind. And we gave the analogy about the trees. We gave several analogies last week. And, um, and I'm, I'm, you know, we can take a big chain, um, for example, um, if, if McDonald's let off the pedal, what would happen to McDonald's? You know, um, the, everything's growing and if mcdonald's let off the pedal and they didn't continue to get more property in new area then they're going to stay behind and um so we we can't we can't you know you can't you can't be doing that 
Um, you've got to keep the pedal to the freaking floor and, and keep going every day. Wake up. And you got to wake up before the guy from McDonald's. You got to wake up before the guy from Circle K. You know, at least in your mind, right? You have to be working harder, man. Um, those that work harder succeed more in life. Yeah. And I think Steve Harvey says it that for the people that are mountain time, he's like, when you wake up at 8, it's already 10, 11 o'clock in New York. Stock market's opened up. Yeah. And you're barely waking up. You're, you're two hours behind two hours behind yeah you're two hours behind and uh and yeah so it it you're you're exactly right you know i mean we keep seeing circle case pop up in every corner mm-hmm. and and sure it it gets you frustrated and and you're like man like these guys are taking up you know all the corners but and fucking do something about it though you exactly. know do something about it exactly. you can't be fucking pissed no. pissed off isn't gonna get you anywhere man no pissed off ain't gonna get you shit so you gotta freaking get off your ass and freaking do something about it man you gotta put you know you gotta put the action to the freaking thigh you you thinking that you need to fucking do something well get off your fucking ass and do it but where, where does the mind go immediately when we think about oh well where am i gonna get the money where am i gonna find the property um, you know uh which broker am i gonna talk to who's gonna build it who's the architect who's the engineer what about taxes <sighs> It's just too much. Hey, yeah, you're thinking about too much. Let's think about get off the fucking bed. Okay. All right. I'm off the bed. Uh, now what am I going to do? Well, freaking drive to the side of town that you need to be on or get make the first phone call. Call somebody and say, hey, I need you to find property in that area. Um, you know, start putting some action to the freaking the, the want. You know, you have a want. What are you going to do? you know um so yeah for sure so yeah um and and that just shows you the power of the mind and and how everything we do is out of habit how everything we do has to do with our with our mindset our skill set and our habits right because when you when somebody presents you with a new opportunity your mind immediately goes to it's going to be too hard um i'm not going to be able to do that and um I'm not meant for that. You know, all the all the excuses in the book yeah. immediately come up. And that's a mindset issue. And that's where it starts, right? It's first you gotta get the mind right. Because man, um I remember that night I used to be part of Bradley's um mastermind group mm-hmm. and I was actually I think it was like the third call and I was doing it here in the office and Oscar was right in the office in the other office over there. And I had him popped up on the TV, you know, so I'm, I'm excited, you know, this is the third call. Let's go. We're going to ask some questions. And I asked him about um, objections because he's a sales guru, right? So I asked him about objections. And uh, it took, for one, it took me like five minutes to get that question out. Finally, he got upset and he's like, hey, just ask the damn question, you know? Yeah. So I was like, okay, um, you know, well, you know, we're a small business. And, and as soon as I said small business, bro. He was like negative. He stopped me right there. Yep. Hey, who said you have a small business? What, what qualifies you as a small business? That's a mindset problem. You need to change your mindset. You need to stop telling everybody that you have a small business. You need to walk into the room like you own it. And walk out of there like you sold it. And Oscar walked out of the office. And his fate was red, bro. His face was like a tomato because he was mad. Who the fuck is that guy talking to you like that? But ever since I had that conversation with this man, 
I was like, I never, ever want to hear anybody fucking say that we run a small shop. Yep. We're a big business. Yep. We act like it. We walk like it. We treat it as such. Yep. Who says? You. You are the one that determines how big the business is. Yeah. So um he taught me a lot about the rules of the game um i asked him that question you know i have some issues with with the partners where you know i'm very driven and i really want to go to the next level but it just feels like the manager the, the energy is never matched and i want to get rid of that man like i really want people within the leadership group to understand that we just have to be a little more intentional we got to push a little harder mm-hmm. but i don't want to ruffle anybody anybody's feathers you know yeah so he told me Rules of the game, man. Bro, sometimes you got to ruffle feathers, man. And um, the only time that we use the word small is... Uh, actually, the only time we use the word small in the fucking Marine Corps is, is aim, aim small, miss small, man. Mm. Uh, but if you want to freaking focus on aiming on something small, then go ahead. Freaking call it small all you want. But uh, and, and in a target, you know, you freaking, you're looking at freaking button, third button on somebody's fucking shirt, you know? And, and, and but how far away are they? Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's the thing, you know, we're, we're, we're focusing on the third freaking button, man. That's where I'm going to put that freaking round. And, uh, but we know you're, you're, you're aiming on something small, man. Now aim for something big and freaking consider it big and, and, and consider yourself big and able and, uh, and, and get out there and put action to words, man. Do it. And, and it'll get done. That's why, yeah. And that's why I love that, that, uh, that uh what what's the acronym not it's not an acronym but what do they say um aim or what is it uh aim ready ready aim fire right yeah so but but instead you have to rewire your brain to ready fire aim so you get ready you fire you miss readjust yeah you miss readjust you miss readjust because a lot of people get stuck in the aiming. aiming yeah they're just aiming mm-hmm. i'm gonna shoot i'm aiming let me adjust the wind let me adjust uh, oh i forgot uh the caliber i need to readjust bro do you think that steve jobs knew if he would have been aiming for all of it for having a, a cell phone for having a freaking uh a computer system for having all this he'd have never gotten started in his freaking garage you know, yeah. he, he's, he, 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 if you'd have focused on, I need to have all this, these huge, uh, corporations and huge offices and huge, all this, then he'd never started in his garage because he's, he'd have said, Oh, well I have to have all this first. No, just get started. Period. Take that first step. And, uh, and, and don't, don't lose focus, man. Like stay on it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, it was a great conversation. Um, it definitely feels good to do this on a Monday, too, because wait until Friday. It's too long, man. I agree. It's I agree. Long. So now we'll be doing uh, two a week. Now we got to bust our ass and freaking get everything else done. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I and wish we could stay here for another 45 minutes, but we got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but at the same token, like, you know, our conversations, like, guys, we're really applying our conversations. Like, we really do do this. We really do wake up at 3 in the morning. I am at the gym at 3.30 in the morning. Um, you know, we are we are fathers. We are husbands. Uh, we are friends. Um, 
we are all those we are all you know sons and, and, and children of others and so all of our experience is what we're putting on the line here and what we're talking to you about everything that we're talking about is coming from our hearts so um you know i hope that you guys are all getting something from the mistakes that i've made in life so that you guys can get ahead in life um so so you know guys stick to it man uh really appreciate you guys without you guys knowing like we really appreciate you guys starting to watch our videos man um and and we, we we hope to grow with you guys i can't wait till we start seeing like you know emails and text messages and all this stuff start coming in about how our trials and tribulations man really like how are how our troubles or how our our mistakes are helping others out man because we got to we got to learn from that man we have history to learn from in school so that we don't make those fuck-ups all over again and it's whenever we don't focus on our history that we start to freaking drift the same direction man we fuck up all over again so if we can help each other learn from each other's mistakes man how many less mistakes would you make yeah. like we're telling you hey this route is compensated i mean is is, is uh is uh um this this route isn't gonna work you know i mean this is this this corner is is really good it's not gonna work he's got to do this boom he does it the ball's there like it's like taking freaking it's like a high school quarterback not listening to it to tom brady and i'm not saying we're above anyone but i'm saying like if our mistakes are gonna help you thrive make your life better then awesome and i can't wait till we go live you know we start talking to these guys and now we've got not only our own experience but other people's experience and their mistakes that we're gonna freaking learn off of and whenever we start having guests here and and they start telling their stories and how they became who they are now and all their mistakes that they've made in life is going to be even more help for everyone man so i'm really excited thank you guys for freaking watching us listening in um and and we're here for for the journey as well man so can't wait to see you guys next time absolutely and with that being said guys um whatever your goals are go after them and do not listen to the naysayers. Yep. Make sure to follow us, um, subscribe, share, and if you have any questions, drop them in the comments. And until next time, peace. Peace.